Welcome again to another episode of Nerds in the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, art, movie reviews, and events happening in and around Central Florida. As always, you have your host, Tony. Who do we got today? You can't even name me. You can't even, you can't even give me the name. No, you give your own name every no, time. It's Nick, it's Nick in the Neck. I have a nick in my neck. It's you have a nick in your neck. I have a nick in my neck, yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> nick. Well, take we that are, however you want. We have another day, <laughs> another episode without Rick. He's working again. He's here in spirit. He's he's always here in I spirit. I keep him closed, like, right there by the bed. Yeah. Yeah. We celebrate every time he's on, on, on an episode. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he's always missed, but his spirit's here. Let's, yeah. Let's, 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 let's keep it up. Yeah, let's keep it going. All right, so when I wanted to, so this week released the this weekend came out the release of Ultra Carbon season two. Have you watched it yet? I watched season one. So uh, I told you about that, right? <clears throat> no. What? I I have this bad habit, especially when it comes to streaming series. Yeah. I watch every episode except the last one, especially if the next season. Like I feel like I kind of saved that last episode, so I can be ready for the next season. Is that yeah. weird? I don't know. I no, like- it's not weird. My issue is that I started watching the the like this, even though I I I'm assuming, like you know how they have the the episode. There's a, like a trailer episode to tell you to catch you up. Mm-hmm. I watch. I'm like, I forgot the whole show. That's why I watched the last episode because it kind of <laughs> brings me back into the whole mindset of the the, the show and what was going on, what the stakes were, and everything, and how it ended. And then I watched the next season to see how it kind of matched unfolds up. Yeah. in the next season. Yeah, but my issue was like we're, I was watching the 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 trailer, the catch ups, like uh, what happened last season. I'm like, what did happen? After <laughs> watching the whole thing, I'm like, I forgot everything, everybody's names, and like the backstory for it. And I'm like, I need to well, watch because it. I didn't watch the last episode. I wouldn't know how it like because I do know what the show is about. I know, and the funny thing is that whole idea just fascinated me. What? Well, because the, so anybody who's watched Ultra Carbon the oh. show, um, little bit. I mean, it's not really a spoiler. It's the main premise of the show. Yeah. So in this world, there are these basically like these chips that basically that's you. You are no longer flesh and blood person. You are a large disc basically. But if they were to put that disc into anybody, like a hard drive, that basically it's like your your permanent hard drive, right? Operating system. Yeah. So you cannot die by by anything harm physically because you're not that you're not that being you are this hard drive but it that hard drive carries literally almost like you can say it's your soul yeah but with that a whole idea you basically can live forever or not uh, but the whole the thing is the reason that the whole concept got me was it throws out the whole idea of our physical being like being man woman child old person Whatever it is, it just thrown out the door. You no longer identify specifically at those things because you could be anything. You could literally be anything at any time. And I loved how they show the class system, where it was like if you don't have a lot of money, you can't pay for a good body. Yeah, you get stuck with like a ninety-year-old person, regardless if you're like a seven-year-old little girl. Because and that happened. And that's what I'm saying. That was that was something that happened in, in the in show. The first, uh, I I literally just was like, you know, what? I'm gonna start from the beginning. Because yeah. my wife didn't watch it. So I was like, let's check it out. And in the first episode, um, he gets out, the main character, and then there's a little girl crying. And, and the parents is like, she's 12. She died in a car accident. Why didn't you give something of an appropriate body? He goes like, well, because you came into like the system as you getting whatever you get. Yeah. Unless you want to upgrade it. It's like an insurance. It was like, oh, well, yeah, this is all your insurance going to pay for. Yeah. So you get what you get. So it's... I mean, but I, that's what I'm saying. Your body becomes more of a com- a body becomes more of a commodity than anything else. Yeah. So I mean, but it's it's just an interesting idea, like as far as a future that this takes place. Because I mean, there's so many possibilities of where it can go. Would you do it? Would you put yourself in the chip and just transfer your body to body for eternity? I mean, dude. I mean, I'm I'm getting to that age where that's like it's like what was it? Uh, Stifler said it. Uh, we get to that age, we're gonna start paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know, like I said, I mean, we could say we're not with this or that, but hey, if, the, if the opportunity presented itself, would you do it? I don't know. I mean, I would love to say no, but or I'd love to say yes. But I until that <laughs> until that opportunity actually gets in front of you, you're like, 
you don't know. Push comes to shove right Cause, now. Because yeah, imagine, let's, let's say they did that. Let's say, yeah, you put your thing in your body. And then all of a sudden, you know, I get put into like, you know, a 90-year-old man's body. You're like, okay, man, I want my old body back. Like, yeah. <laughs> you just got to wait. You just got to wait until you get the next one. But yeah, that was, that was the only thing. But I was trying to find other shows to watch and nothing was catching my attention. Uh, I know the Pokemon, the remastered Pokemon show. Came I saw that it came up on my feed. Did you look? Did you check it out? No, I haven't got the chance. No, it just came out this weekend, so I haven't got a chance. People were, <clears throat> I know some of my friends were ragging on it, and they were like, oh, it sucks. It's not like the original, but at the same thing, it's, like, it's a different, perce- a slightly different perspective, or a different perspective. It's just a, a I'm different sorry, touch upgrade. I've never been. Okay, so you could call this maybe like me, that old man moment thing. Mm hmm. I have okay. You're gonna have an okay boomer, but you're not a boomer though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you can call me that if that's good. I just no. I've never been into that 3D cartoon looking thing. Like I, there's there's obviously animation that's so realistic that I will I love it. But I'm talking about that after kind of like that 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 Batman, Batman anime series look. Yeah. And then you have a newer look that's supposed to be more three dimensional, but it just makes it look awkward. I know. I know we talked about this before, but it's just that's what I'm I've never been into none of the yeah. cartoons that came out that way. I feel looks good. It doesn't. It doesn't have the depth. Like, I don't know something about drawing or the old animated systems. They have a little bit of depth. They have a little bit of emotion when you see the characters' faces. But those. Wait, what's your favorite car- anime cartoon or not anime? Well, let's see. What's your favorite anime movie? Animated movie. What do you mean, like anime itself? An anime or yeah, you could do DC animation. Oh, DC, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Like, I thought you like cartoon, cartoon, but like um. Anime is not cartoon. No, no. What I'm saying is, I thought you meant like animated cartoon, like let's say Batman the Animated Series. No, let's say movies. Okay, so what's your favorite movie though? There's a lot that I liked. I did really, really like um, uh, Suicide Squad. Um, uh, someone said something Hell. Um, Road to Hell. I think so. Yeah, basically where everybody had, where everybody was trying to get the like the golden a ticket, the, uh, the golden ticket to heaven. Yeah. Such a cool, like I love the idea. I love how they 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 portrayed all the characters. How everybody went for this. How everybody turned on each other. It was such yeah. a cool episode. But there was a lot of other ones, like uh, when Batman first met his son Damien. Oh yeah, I like Flashpoint for the DC animated, but anim animated. Oh, well, they showed stuff. a different version of. Um, but they showed a different version, basically. So if if Batman was not Bruce Wayne, but um, uh, his father. What that's what Flashpoint called? is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They show that's. I thought I thought that was cool. Yeah, I, no, I like that one a lot. But in 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 general, anim, anime, my favorite one right now. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's one that kind of introduced me to anime, and uh, just going in deep into that was Ninja Squirrels. Yeah, it was the first one, and Akira. And my cut, my. See, but I, then that's I okay. Was, but are we discussing? That's what I'm trying to understand. Well, no, are we just discussing an, anime? Best, best anime because. When you tell me best anime, that's like, okay, I'll tell you the one that I like the most, but I'm telling you the story. Now, visually, that's a different that's a different conversation. No, but the story in Ninja Scrolls and Akira were amazing, too. They, they were, but, but if you're comparing that, it to that, something that's, more up to date. That's an opinion, because that's for me. No, no, but, that, but they were great for their time. But I'm saying, no, but if you, even put it, it still holds you me. compare it to something more newer, you know, I definitely would would go with something new or something that looks that looks so different. Like I love um, you know, um uh Full Metal Alchemist, uh the the Wolf, the 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 Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. I like both, but the Brotherhood ha- I think visuals for me were better. Yeah, but you just went from story to visual. I'm no, but that's why because our conversation started with visual. That's why I, I was No, I was sure. just saying what's your favorite. I didn't say visual, I just said what was your favorite? That's kinda weird. <laughs> you just jumped from one to the other. I jump around so yeah. much with the anime. Like, I literally sit there and watch. Are you watching anyone now? Um, I started rewatching Bleach. I haven't watched Bleach. I never watched Bleach. Wow. Somebody was telling me about it, and I was like, that sounds 18 seasons that you can be watching right now. Yeah. And I really enjoyed almost all. I won't say all of them, but I enjoyed almost all of them. I, I finished uh, Demon, Slayer, uh, Demon Slayer, and then I'm on to Fire Force. I haven't seen those two. Those two are really good. Those are those are newer. Demon, uh, Demon Slayer came out last year. Fire Force just came out like probably a couple months ago. Have you seen the other one? And and, and I think you would like uh, Fire Force. Why is that one? Um, so it's uh, there's like this small 
area in Japan where they're that's where they're portraying. Yeah, yeah. That um, people um from I'm only like four or five episodes in that people like just instantly combust into flames, but when they do, they're like a monster, a demon that comes out. So it's like um, what do you call that thing where people uh, come um. Where people combusting like that, the whole idea that people combust like out of nowhere, yeah, spontaneous combustion, some whatever. basic uh, spontaneous combustion, yeah, and into, they were, into but flames, they, but and they, they turn into demons, after to that. demons. So they have these people that are uh, firefighters because they're they are uh, fighting the fire, duh. But on top of that, they they have like this, um, uh, like religious aspect to it. So they're trying to bless it so the soul. Goes to heaven. So basically, it's almost like a world where everybody, let's say like a zombie apocalypse, I think, where it's like they're more civilized. Obviously, every time somebody dies, they have the potential of becoming a zombie. So the medics would go around with like... Fighting them. Fighting them, basically. Yeah, and then what this, what's funny about it is that all the uh, all the churches mm-hmm. are fire stations. So, oh. so, yeah. So, but then on top of that, there's different levels of pyrotechnics. There's like a first generation... A second generation, a third. So a third generation in the show is that they're able to um, create fire at will. Okay. And the second generation could control fire, but cannot start it. So these are demons. Yeah, they call them demons. Yeah. But they they're humans. Oh, so these are people that have, have the abilities. abilities to to yeah. So the third generation pyrotechnic have the has the ability to create fire. From whatever body part they they generated from. So is this kind of like a, a jumper situation where it's like they're just humans, but because they have this ability, they're they're, they're, they're looked upon as demons. Yeah. So you not we're not rooting for the firefighters in this one. Yeah, we are. We are. Yeah, there's one that's a hero. So wait, yeah. you just said that they don't the the, the people that turn into fire are not bad. No, but the people that turn in that uh, combust becomes mm-hmm. demons, but they use those firefighters that. Have the pyrotechnic abilities to fight oh, them. Oh, wow! So much the story. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, well, we got to do a challenge where I make you watch something if you make me watch something. So, like, so what's your challenge? What do you mean to watch? I don't know. Like, I, there's so many things I would have would like you to watch. I'm not. I know, like, you're not gonna watch Doctor Who if I asked you, because that's one that's too much for you to catch up on. And two, I don't think you're a Whovian. Um, are you challenging me on Whovianess? You're, you're probably right. Whovian. Like, you know how long it, it took me literally, I think it was like four episodes before I actually felt like I was actually becoming a Whovian. Because the first couple of episodes, the first two episodes, I think I was just like, what the hell? Like, I was confused. I was like, what am I yeah. looking at? And then all of a sudden, I'm just like, okay, I'm now hooked. Like, <laughs> I'm now hooked. No. I, so what's your challenge? Let's see. Is it a, is it a show you want me to watch? No. Let's, yeah, let's do shows. Uh, I'm trying to think of a show that you actually would get into, but no, no. But that's the thing. Give give me something that you don't think I would get into, just to see. Okay, I'm gonna fine. watch it. Like full season, a full season, but what full se- one full season, one full season. But you have to tell me what season. If it's if it's no, one no, or no, multiple, I'm, I'm, I'm making the watch the first season. If anything, yeah. Just because if you're gonna watch the rest of the season, that's it's like you me. Want to. I, when I tell people like, oh, you have to watch The Office, but if they'd be like, what season? They'd be like, just, to, just if you're gonna. Make I never it. watched the first season. You know that? I know. I I know you don't. I love the first season, even though it's really rocky. But I usually tell people start season two. It's very refreshing. Starts so that's what I'm saying. If it has multiple seasons, I know. Give me one that what season would recommend to sell it to me. Well, I mean, I, I think it's all the shows are pretty much sim- all the seasons are pretty much similar. It's just a different type of comedy. But I will tell you, Letterkenny. 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 Oh, I've seen episodes, but you've I'll, seen I'll, parts. No, I've seen an episode. You've seen an episode, an episode, and that was. It. But I'll, if you want me to watch a whole season, I'll watch a whole season. That I want you to watch a whole season. Okay. Of what? Do you, what's your challenge then? All right, for you. Let's see. Um, I want to do something different and weird. That's literally me. So go. I know, it. I know, but something that that <laughs> something that I, I would be like, oh, you know what? Watch twenty four. One season of twenty four. Are you serious? Yeah, that's what one of my all time top se- series, TV series. Yeah, it's The Office and Twenty Four. I could watch those two back to back without a problem. But I want you to watch like I want to. Do, I would want yeah because there's a lot of backstory coming in. But 
season three is good of 24. So season three of 24. You and if just, you want, I have the I have it on DVD. No, I'm gonna catch it. <laughs> I mean, it's a good choice because I I would never have watched that. Like, I'm not a like, like for example, remember the show? What was it? Prison Break. Yeah, I watched the first season and stopped watching. It's not that it was bad. I no, just, it's just not my th- like I, that reality kind of stuff like too, that. Like too true is like like if it's too too like that governmental like yeah. reality government. Like I don't know. It's just not like I am super sci fi. Like I love like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Very supernatural. Fantasy. Like you know, the only real I should give you like West got, Wing or something. Oh, wow! Like <laughs> the it? only thing I remember watching, Madam President was, or something. Those government ones always get me. Um, <laughs> the only the only one that was more realistic, I guess, that I used to watch was like I like legal stuff, maybe like Boston. Uh, it was Boston, Boston legal? legal? No, not Boston Legal, but I like the character because those characters are from like, all the show, like that, Law and Order. What was those, those? There was a show that Boston Legal was, came from. Those characters came from another show. I, I can't remember what it was, but. I, whatever that show was, I watched the entire season. Like, yeah. I watched all the seasons for that one. Um, and obviously SVU. I can watch SVU all day. All right. So, yeah. So, now it's, I have to watch one season of Letter Kenny. Um, and you have to watch season. You know what? We'll, we'll season one. Season one is kind of rough. The first, like, two episodes. And then you, it'll pick up on its own. So, same for you. You watch season one. With season one of Letter Kenny, you have watched watch. How many episodes in season one? Probably 12. I'm good. All right. I could do that. I don't know you why. Have, you, have 24, 24. <laughs> you have 24 episodes. 24 episodes. 24. Oh, gosh. Do you know the concept of the show, though? I know the whole thing takes place in 24 hours. Yep. So each episode is what everything that happens tick, in an hour. Talk, tick. I've seen so many different TV shows always trying to replicate it. Yeah, or, or give joke it. around about it. Um, obviously, like, you, You'll just, have an appreciation of uh, Kiefer Sutherland after this. I think I've had an appreciation of Kiefer Sutherland for other things. Yeah, like Lost Boys and that, but... After this, I I I I, uh, I liked him more as an actor. After this, you're not gonna really appreciate anybody. Like, it's a silly, weird show that I absolutely love. Yeah, I just want you to get the the comical references. Please, I watched the league just so I can get all the comical references so we can talk about it. Oh, <laughs> like nothing against it. I thought it was funny. It was funny part. It was a lot of funny parts. Obviously, funny characters. Just when they got into the whole sports part of it, I just went blank. I'm like, oh, I'm don't blank. worry, me too. I don't. I watch sports sparsely, like very little. <laughs> I like. I'll just watch the, like the World Series or yeah. the Super Bowl, just like the final game. I'll watch. Although I, but I'm not, this. nothing that leads up to it. And then especially like the thing with the league is like it's a football show. But it's not beyond football. It's a fantasy football. So it's like you, you already know the sports, but then you have to understand like the concept of what does fantasy teams do, the trends That's and all that. That's one thing I was curious about, and I kind of learned a little as the season went along, which is like, how do you actually play it? Because it's like, I get, you know, it's obviously you're not picking teams, and my team wins and your team. No, it's more in-depth. Like really more in depth, and these people like take it way too seriously. Yeah, so it's it, I I know the concept of it because I see uh, a couple cousins. So it's like mm. you pick your team like by players, like a roster. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you don't can't be. I'm gonna take all the number one picks. So it has like rounds. Yeah. So like you pick one, I pick the next. No, one. the part that I really got because I'm like in my head, I'm like especially when the first episode was about the 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 draft. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, you know, if these people pick bad teams and they got bad teams for what does it matter? But then I was like, damn, the rest of the show was them. Sneakily, like trying to trick each other into like bad trades or different yeah. types of trades, and I was like, okay, now I get what references, <laughs> like well, how you can make the show interesting every episode. Because if they're always constantly trying to like kind of undercut each other with trades, it's funny. And then you're right, maybe you might pick somebody who was the best player but has a bad season, so you want to trade them for somebody who has a better season. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was it was an interesting show, and it, and it introduced me to some of my favorite characters. Like I've always been a a fan of the guy who plays Rafi. Um, Jason Manzukas. Jason Manzukas. <laughs> I love him in uh, um, The Good Place. I love him in Brooklyn Nine. I love him in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, he's always been funny in everything I've seen him in. So I was happy to see him in that show. And but I guess I became a real big fan of um, the other guy who who plays uh, Andre. Andre. Oh. <laughs> because I, the only reference I ever had for him was like little bit parts, like from Reno Nine One One. Oh, yeah, he was in Reno 911. Yeah, he's the Reno. He was like the. He used to pitch that weird sales thing. And the funny thing is, him <laughs> and the other guy, what was the guy who was a sexaholic, whatever? Uh, Taco? No, no, no. Taco was just had a lot of sex, but the other guy who was like a sexaholic. Oh, 
that like cheese would turn him on. I forgot the character. Like uh, he was at the end, he was part of their fantasy football league. I'm trying to remember. Um, he opened up a wine bar with one of them. He opened up a wine bar. As I'm saying, he became a big member at the Not end. Not Nick Kroll. No, no, no. Uh, Nick Kroll was part of the show the yeah. whole time. This guy kind of came on later on, and then eventually uh, put him into the league. I'm not even. I can't it's all good, but I'm saying he was him. Him and uh, like I'll play Andre used to do um, the one the pit that they'll make those crazy uh, um, uh, what do you call those um, those scams what? like these is the scams pyramid, pictures that, pyramid schemes? pyramid schemes whatever to the the cops and when the nine one one hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so there's the league does that. So yeah. I mean, I will watch. I will watch. I will go ahead and watch the first season of Twenty Four, and you will watch one season of Letter Kenny. All right, that's a deal. Like watch it. Watch, it, watch it, watch it, yeah. Like watch it. Like if I make a reference to something, I want you to know what that means. All right. Like you might. You don't have to sit there and enjoy. Just I know that's that's what happened with. Darlene, mm. your sister, she's like, you have to watch the Friends. You have to watch Friends, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna watch it, and I watched the whole series of uh-huh. Friends. I didn't have an actual laugh to like season seven. <laughs> <laughs> that show is trash. And hey, it, listen, and you listen, know what? man, we're may, not trying may, to alienate viewers over no, here. Come but on it's now. A, it, no, it's fine. Uh-huh. Friends is trash. That's my opinion. <laughs> That's it. It's it, it's it, a different. You know what it it's is? a different age can, of comedy. It's a different, a different age. Of comedy. If it was like at the time, I probably would have laughed. That's more. what I'm saying. It's a different age. But of now, comedy. but yeah, it's still. I'm like, it was safe comedy. Like, do you tell me? You telling me right now? If we watch something like uh, um, Step by Step, it would be as funny. Maybe just because because it, so? it was very cheesy. They tried to be cheesy step by step. But that's, th- that's the thing. At that time, that was considered funny. Yeah, but it looks... It, Friends was trying to be, like, funny, but, like, a little bit more sophisticated funny. Oh. But Step by Step was cheesy from the gut. Yeah, but they, they, then they had the emotional moments. And, like, it was just... Very uh, small emotionals, but... I know. Yeah. I'm just saying is that I think at a different time... Like, I enjoy it because I watched it probably when it was still, you know, out. Yeah. So that's how I, I enjoy it. I love watching Friends. But I get it. I mean, it's a different time. It's, it's difficult. Like, I can't really sit there and tell somebody to watch, you know, Growing Pains and tell me that it's like the best show ever. No, because it's a different, it's a dated, it's different. Like, or even worse, imagine, um, was the, uh, the, the Mr. Punky. Belvedere. Uh, Dude, I, I. Punky Brewster. Punky Brewster. I want to see Punky Brewster. Updated? No, I just want to see the lady now. She's done like a few movies now. So, Lee Moon Fry, I think, has always been gorgeous. Yeah. So, so yeah yeah all right but, guys so you know what we'll take a quick break and come back with nick neck nick nick and nick and nick nick in the neck nick in the neck neck in the nick movie corner review oh good okay all right guys we'll be right back all right guys welcome back and Let's get into the Nick's Corner movie. Nick Nick's Corner movie review. Can't even say it. Can't, Can't even say it right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna give a nickname one time and just stick it and just keep you with That's that nickname. Let's put, let's put a poll out. I want to put a poll out this week. Let's put a poll. What what nickname should Nick keep? All right. Well, well, name well, Nick. How was that? Let's name Nick. Let's nickname name Nick. Nickname Nick. Nickname Nick. So. Um, Alright, yeah, I mean the uh, the movie whole movie things. I it's exciting. I just love reading what's coming up, what's what's about to be dropped because I think we're about to get the the these Deadshot, Bloodshot, uh, Bloodshot. Sorry, like, Bloodshot. I knew I was saying it wrong. That's why I said it like a question mark. So yeah, Bloodshot's coming out dropping uh, next this week or next week. Uh, think it's I know Onward is dropping off this week. Okay, and Bloodshot. I thought it was next week for some reason. I think it is the thirteenth, right? I think I'm checking right now. Let's see. Yeah, the 13th is next week. So it's a bloodshed's pretty much uh, Fast and the Furious 10. So you guys are <laughs> into the Fast and the Furious series. The natural uh, order of it. Yeah. With yeah. The, the sci-fi so, so they, well, they, went, they skipped space and went straight to uh, supernatural well, abilities, about, superhuman the abilities. The Fast and Furious where they introduced Jason Statham felt like it was getting sci-fi. With the whole, yeah. basically the whole golden eye idea. Yeah. It was, it was getting sci-fi. 
It was getting, it was getting there. Like all, all now, all you needed was in body enhancements. Now, yeah, they're gonna put separate nitrous. And, 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 the and they already had body enhancement with the Idris Elba. Oh, that's right. Well, no, okay. that's a whole. Different... He called himself the Black Superman. Yeah, I know, but that's not Fast and Furious. Yes, that technically. is. It, it is. It says what's well, in the same world. It's, yo, well, it's Fast and Furious. It's so in the what, same you, universe. Do you think they? Do you think they're gonna introduce a, a enhanced human? Yeah, into Bloodshot. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm t- I'm telling you. I'm telling you, watch. Uh, Vin Diesel's character is going to die in this next movie. And and this is just a precursor of what happens in the future. So, Fast and Furious 9 is a prequel to Bloodshot. Yep. I'm calling (laughs) it right now, guys. That's a Tony. Was it Tony? That's my prediction. That's your. Is that Bloodshot should be called Bloodshot, Fast and Furious, only one shot to live. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, <laughs> weird segment there. Anyways, um, nah, movies are great. Like honestly, the, the before I get into anything else, I am super excited because they just dropped the new Candyman trailer, and I've been waiting to see what direction we're gonna go with that. He didn't even know it was gonna drop. I told him like Nick is gonna drop Thursday. He's like, what? The thing I is- waited like early morning. I'm like refreshing my 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 phone on yeah. on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and uh, YouTube just to see where I could find it. And I really wanted to see. So, okay. I mean, if I hope everybody here watched it, absorbed it, you know, got everything down into it because I'm gonna be breaking it down as best I can, as best as like what I saw in it. Um, I see a lot of elements of the first movie mm-hmm. because the, whole, the think about it. If you remember the first movie, the element was this woman is like a journalist and she's researching into this whole myth, and she gets so deep into it that. She starts getting affected by it and basically he's like he's coming from her and not to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it in like the last 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Um, You know, she basically and that's the thing that that's why those other sequels were different, I think, because technically the end of that one, she picked up the hook. Yeah. So it was she was supposed to be the one to continue the story, if anything. And I think they're going to keep that sentiment for this one. I feel like, obviously, the commercials make it seem that's the case. Because, obviously, the main character, who I love the actor who plays him, um, seems like that's what's going on. He keeps on seeing himself as that character. So, um, I think I'm about to drop a prediction. you going to drop a prediction? Yep. Go. The whole myth happens. Everybody freaks out over the myth and all this other stuff. He basically will be blamed for all the murders. Yeah. Like, wait, what? He's gonna be. He's yeah. going to be blamed for all the murders. I feel like he is. He's gonna be like either the thing is either he takes over as that role, so that means he he dies at the end and takes over for that role, or it was a setup for him to take over, like take all the the take blame of everything that. Happened. Although the only thing difference that I noticed with this one is. So this reminded me of Freddy Krueger, uh-huh. because Freddy Krueger only exists based on him being acknowledged. Yeah, his power is to be feared, right? So it wasn't until this guy looked into this urban legend and made it into an art installation, and people got into it and started to say it that basically it seemed like he got his power. Yeah. So that's a little bit of that Freddy. Like Krueger he vibe he's using he he's using his art, or like it's maybe seeing like he's so intrigued that he's using his art for everybody. To say his name, it's, it's almost like a general open challenge. Almost like where the ring, calling them out, the ring, showing the video to people, yeah, and stuff like that. It's always like an open challenge to everybody to, and he just spreads it. That'd be messed up if somebody actually did it to the ring, and um, just made an they, isolation where you just made an isolation and just just have the sh- the, the whole sh- episode. Oh, like every to, clip, it's like, the same thing, <laughs> showing that the whole time. Does this work? This is work. And then yeah. the, the minute you walk out of the place, or you like you, there's the, the, the a phone call. Everybody gets a phone call at the same time. It's like time. a hallway of just phones, <laughs> or just their cell phone rings. Everybody's cell phone rings are like all at the same time. We're like seven days. <laughs> if they use that thing, uh, that would I be will awesome. say one thing though. Before there was anything, that trailer that was genius was the the use of that song. I never would have thought about using that song, but when you started. The say my name, say my name. Yeah. Like, what was that? Uh, uh, Destiny's Child, right? Yeah, yeah. So, the use of that song fits so perfectly with that that trailer, that movie. That I'm like, man, I I I blew my mind. I don't know why that one like, little thing blew my mind. Something that's so poppy, they made it so dark. 
Yeah, that's just a different tone to it. So obviously, this is not directed by uh, Jordan Peele, like right? Yeah, he's the executive producer. But you know something? Honestly, I feel like he does this for a reason. Because I'm looking at the director who is uh, Nia DeCasso. Yeah. DeCasta. DeCasta. And she doesn't have a lot on her. I mean, she has one movie that has 96% on Ron Tomato, which is great. Um, so I feel like he's kind of adding his, you know, everything to, like, who he is, his his knowledge, his expertise, whatever, his, his clout. Yeah. But he, I think he's he's smart enough to, out. like, who he picks as a director or who the, the production company picks a director mm. is able to tell the story through the visions of what he wants. Well, that's not entirely him. So it gives us yeah, a fresh, I, fresh I, pair of eyes. Probably helps a I lot more. I feel like he, has a, he introduced a new, a new version of horror. Because yeah. most horrors are very specific to, you know, individual, right? Like, this is social. Most of the yeah. stuff are social impacts. Like, these are social, like, societies. Social know, statements. Like social what, statements, uh, What's whatever. happened in the current times. Or, like, basically something, like, impacts everybody, not just certain individuals. Yeah. Um... And I think this one is gonna have that element just because they yeah. bear, they picked a very specific spot. And I was looking into the spot that they so the whole thing happens in a in a part of Chicago that went through a huge gentrification. Yeah. And I guess that was in the news and that was a big thing. And it I feel like that's gonna be kind of like a main underlying theme about gentrification in certain areas. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean it it could have his his element, his specific brand of horror kind of embedded with with another director kind of adding to it i can't i can't wait to see tony todd in it which was that one the to- tony todd that's candy man see that's what's weird is that they didn't show his face and even the reflection i like that of his face it's not like hans and fast no, and the furious yeah but there was they don't want them <laughs> <laughs> it's they, not like hans and fast and furious they don't they if, they, if he's in there no i know I, he's I in there i know he's in there but i don't know in what capacity he's in the play and that's what I love about it because they're not showing anything. Well, no, to, because it, it gives a surprise element because he could just have a whole different role that is not Candyman itself, or he could be Candyman himself. Well, this is the part that got me. This is why I was a little confused. There was a part. Obviously, everything's reflection. But everything's reflection at distance. But there's one scene where he's walking past a back of a van. Yeah, and he sees his face. It's not his face, and that's the way you hear that. Uh, was it Tony Todd? Yeah. Tony Todd's voice as Candyman, but so you would think you saw Tony Todd's reflection. Now it is like Tony Todd's reflection, but it looks computer-ish, like computer animated. It's not like his actual reflection. It's like it looks like a computer animated version of his face on a the the, the reflection on on the car. Okay, which would be an interesting element. I thought about this movie too. Is that in the original movies? He is called through the through the mirror, but he shows up in life. Like yeah. he actually be there. And this one, it seems like you never see him. Yeah, he's everything is off of the reflection. Yeah, you never see him in the actual physical world. You only see his reflections in the mirror. Yeah, what he does. So I wonder if they're gonna try to make it where if the only way to defeat him or to stop him is to d- destroy the mirror that he's he's called? reflecting. He's using to reflect himself off of. Okay, like you have to destroy every, every mirror possible. Which there was a movie like that. Where the only way to not be harmed by the character was to destroy the mirrors within your area. It was a literary mirror, I think it was. Or into the dragon, Bruce Lee. That's okay. When the claw. That was really a horror movie. But yeah, okay. <laughs> but he had to destroy all the mirrors to defeat the. See, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> you, went, you went a whole different way there, buddy. We whole talk about way. mirrors. I'm like, that's what I'm like, oh, oh. mirrors oh. and enemies into the dragon. Yeah. Just like. <laughs> Nice name drop there. Nice <laughs> yeah. name drop. <laughs> so yeah, I can't wait for that movie. It's it's. I'm really excited. Um, so let's get into it. Let's we watch some stuff. Let's 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 talk about it. Yeah. So let's start with the first one. We saw Brahms, the boy too. Yeah. Now I was super curious about this movie just because it's like the direction the trailer goes. One, I, I didn't think that was a movie you could make a sequel from. Oh, you? They were not supposed to make a sequel from. That's like there was nothing there was in the, no need the original to make a movie, sequel. and again, spoilers alerts. I'm sorry, guys. There was nothing in the original movie to make it. Like, don't get here's the thing about the first movie. The movie was blah. For the most part, it was. Now, I'm not saying the movie itself, but the for the most part, let's say 85 percent of the movie, the movie was kind of like okay, it's fine, whatever. It's decent. It was whatever. It was not like life changing. It wasn't great. It was whatever. It was. It was 80. It was okay. 
and conceptually it was good. I like the concept of it. But then, then the, the the twist is what saved it. Yeah, the twist was like, what? I didn't. That was awesome. Yeah, because I love movies that have a twist that makes you reevaluate everything you watched throughout the entire movie before that, because that's 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 what a twist is supposed to be. A twist is not supposed to be just a game. It's something you just change it just for the sake of the. Because you want to make a twist to, to save the movie. No, or, yeah, or just or just because you want to throw a twist in there. That's it. No, the twist yeah. has to make you reevaluate the, the entire movie, and that's what Brom uh, Boy first one did. Um, so when they came out with the trailer for this one as a second one, I want to watch it just on pure curiosity as to how they're going to redcon or describe like redescribe what happened in the first one. So yeah, they tried, and I get where they were going for, but and they failed. They did. They failed they bad. Did yes, because um, obviously it's in this trailer, so it's not a spoiler. In it's sense. like it this, is this the first like, one. He does not move. He never moves, but they obviously whenever he look, they look away, something happens. That was the, that was the idea. You never actually saw him physically move, but when he whenever somebody one. walked out the room or something, something happened. And that was what really made you think, especially when the ending happened. You're like, wait a minute, that makes sense. But in this one, it, you literally saw him move. In the trailer, they show him physically move by himself. And so it kind of retconned yeah. the first so one. So really, literally, for me, it felt like if somebody makes you a ham and cheese sandwich <laughs> and you eat it and you're like, oh, it's all right. And you're like, oh, you thought it was all right. Let me make you another one. But let me just add some relish on it. And you're like, I don't need it. And it's nasty. <laughs> That's how this movie felt. It's like, ew. <laughs> ew. Ew. Like, I didn't need it. There was no no point of it, and it was still bad. And what was another thing? Okay, so I'm trying my best not to really give a spoiler for this, because I want people to watch it if they genuinely want to watch it. Um, yeah, I'll they say should like, watch it on streaming. So I'm going to give you... I like, uh, I'm going to start doing this thing right now with movies. I'm going to try to do this every time. I'm going to give... I'm gonna compare it to other movies so you can get an idea based on that. Yeah. So, that's fine. like, this character seems like if Annabelle and Chucky had a baby. Okay. The reason I say that's because please, please explain. Well, I want to see this. I want to hear. So, I want to hear you. Like, say okay, this. look at the lore of both characters. Look at the the characters. They're both Annabelle, dolls. Well, they're they're both dolls. Yeah, but they're completely different. You know stories, right? So one moves, one Annabelle. Doesn't. Well, Annabelle doesn't move, but she's a dark entity. Yeah, right. That's what her thing is. She doesn't move. She doesn't do anything physically, but she brings evil. Which I thought if they would have gone all that direction, straight evil, straight like straight evil influence doll, like maybe something in the doll brings the evil out of whoever's near it. That would have been cool. But I think that what they did was they messed up because they started to to compare to like add elements of Chucky, which is obviously a killer doll who does move and does manipulate for the purpose of, you know, what is it to take over a person's body? Yeah. Which, so that's what I'm saying. I'm saying is they marry those two characters together and it doesn't work either or. I think if it would have been straight Annabelle, it would have been cool. If it would have been straight Chucky, it would have redconned the entire first movie, but maybe be more interesting. But because it was so, so you see, Brahms is like a combination of so so then Annabelle and Chucky. Basically, yes, it's like like Annabelle and Chucky had a baby, and this is what we got. So seed the seed of Chucky is this movie. Oh, uh, <laughs> I still would rather watch this one than again than watch the seed of Chucky. For real? I don't know. I didn't. We like can watch it again. I will. I I didn't like the seed of Chucky. Like I don't. Even, I'm, I watch every Chucky movie. I've watched even the ones that are coming out now, which maybe people haven't even heard of. I watch those movies. I love Chucky. Chucky's one of my favorites. But Seed of Chucky, it was just way too campy. Mm, yeah. Like it went way too and then the thing is I didn't like the character they created, which was supposed to be their son. Yeah. Hated him. Like I didn't see the point of him. He just seemed whatever. Yeah. So yeah. Um this is that's that was how I feel about that one. Which is kind of disappointing because I found out this was the made by the same director who made boy. Yeah. So you would think that he I, I think he was gonna be able to marry both together. But I feel like he, they were like, oh, here's your script. Go with it. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I'll yeah. do that one. So, yeah. I, watch it at your own risk. This, I will give this movie. This way, wait, wait. This one for me, if it's mm-hmm. if you're doing comparison to Chucky and Annabelle, mm-hmm. 
this would be for me. I would go Annabelle, but the turning. The Annabelle and the turning. Yeah. Well, I was comparing based on the storyline. You're movies. comparing based on point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, many holes. Well, many... And, well, and not Annabelle. The first one, the last Annabelle was Welcome Coming Home or Welcome yeah. Home. Annabelle Welcome Home and the Turning. Married and divorced and remarried, made this movie. <laughs> Uh, that's a horrible combination. So, so yeah, watch it at your own risk, people. Yeah, but I will give this movie a two and a half Nikki's. Two and a half. I give it a one and a half. Wow, that's not the turning. It's not that bad. The turning got a point five for me. The turning was horrible. Like this is this was better than this the is turning. Watchable. I will say this. This is watchable. It might not be happy with how it concludes, but you'd be like, yeah, I watched it. Like that, I'll give it. I give it. I watched it. I was entertained. I was curious. Didn't like how it ended up. But I was curious to see what happens. Yeah. Turning, no, I, I called it from the beginning. Turning just kind of just gave you the finger at the end. They might as well have put the all the actors standing in one mm-hmm. room giving you back giving you the finger at the end of the movie. No, you know how it would have <laughs> the movie would have ended better? Uh. If they do like a cutscene and it's just like the the bloopers and like a musical run, like <laughs> just like a musical rendition yeah. of any song. Like what was that Benny? Hill? Was that like uh, Benny Hill? No, no, the, no, no. No, more like more like uh, something about Mary. Oh my Buttercup. gosh! <laughs> like at the end, they just, just do that. Like this. Let's make the whole thing super campy. Wow. Yeah. So that's that would be for me. So yeah. Right, so, so I gave it a one point five. You get this movie a one point five. One point five. Yeah. I gave it a two point five. All right. So that's an average of two. Actually, no, I'll give it a I give it a two. It was pointless. Yeah. Like, I like to give people at least a little bit of credit. There were some scenes I think I liked. But there was, like, two scenes that were decent. I mean, there, there's some. There's a scene that caught me. There's a couple like, ah, like, I didn't see it coming. <laughs> but, Popcorn yeah. jumped? Uh. Yeah. But there was just some things, and I didn't like the development of, like, the little boy. I thought... I thought the, the most movies do a development of, of, like, that kind of character in a good one way, and this one... You're like it didn't justify it. At the end, I'm like, I don't, I don't believe that really would have happened. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, I got a two and I got a one point five. Yeah. All right. So okay. Oh, so that was the only one we got to watch this weekend. We got a redeemer. We got it. We got something. Where oh like, yes. Okay, yes. We got a redeemer though. We watched Invisible Man, and I was excited about this movie just because the concept was different for me. Not the Invisible Man part because we've seen that movie. Before. How many times did they remade that movie? Like four or five times. Well, there's right? been a bunch of there's the Kevin Bacon one. You know, yeah, the original been, Invisible yeah. Man. But I didn't. The funny thing is, here's one one weird thing I was gonna mention to you. I thought this was because I mean the concept of of an invisible person is not new. Yeah. But obviously, there's a difference between the concept of an invisible person and the Universal Studios. A horror movie character, original horror uh, monsters, which is an invisible man. Yeah, that was this one. That was this was the that dark, was this is the, this was that dark universe. This is part of the dark universe. From what I heard today, now you don't quote me because I mean I could be wrong. I gotta check it out. But from what I was listening to today, uh, forgot what I was into. They mentioned that this was part of the dark universe. Wow. Okay. Right. Super it, different. And it doesn't go with it though. In what way? I mean, no, really no, it doesn't. It doesn't go in the sense. Like, of, have you seen the Mummy with uh, Tom Cruise? No, I don't think nobody's seen the Mummy with. Tom oh, Cruise. they saw it. They just weren't happy with it. But yeah, um, that's supposed to be part of the dark universe. But no, I knew that one. That was the intro. To I it. think the characters are just super broad. Like, I don't know if they have that that rich of a story. I don't know, but they literally could just make any movie about a wolf, about a about a mummy, about whatever. Because. So what, are they going to just have a dog walk and call it that's the interpretation of a wolf? I don't know. What I'm saying universe? is it's made by the that. So this is might be part of that universe. Well, they I think they killed that universe already. After well, I don't know. Movie. That's what I'm saying. Maybe this was their way trying to get back in there. And I think they just had it on the shelf. They're like, all right, let's just put it out there. Well, somebody probably looked at it like, hey, listen, you, you, can I use this? You're, gonna use it? You're not going to use it. You have nothing released in March. If we got something. Like, no, like almost like, hey, listen, you guys bombed it. You know, can I can I can I use it? Cause like I have a good idea for it. Yeah. So yeah, it was. But it this was, interpretation was really bad. It was refreshing. It, was, it caught me on the trailer. It caught me in the trailer just because I love the idea of. You know, he. It's not just they're using it for like maleficent purpose in the sense of like I'm gonna go steal this or do that. He does it to in the trailer. You see it to stalk his ex. Yeah. Which, like, who thinks that's awesome? <laughs> It's like, man, you are a psychopath, dude, to use a invisible costume to stalk your ex. 
Yeah. What? That soccer soccer ex? His ex. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's so, what yeah. I'm saying. Like that's what that's the, sh- the, the lengths you would go to. Yeah. To stock your ex. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like, and you see all that in trailer in a sense. So it's not new, but I just love the concept. So the movie itself was was great. I mean, just the first scene. I don't know. Uh, so the director of this one was uh, Lee Wanell, and and it showed because I he did you know Saw, he did um, the um, Incarnate. I think it was Incarnate. Um, wait, sorry, The Conjuring. The Con? No, not The Conjuring. He did. Sorry. Which right one here? Lee Wanell. Yeah. He did. He did Upgrade. Okay, I like Upgrade. Yeah, he did Insidious. He did. Oh, Insidious. he's he was part of the Conjuring series. Well, he did Insidious one and two and three. He did. Yeah, he did all the Insidious movies and he did Saw. Okay. So I mean, he's good at tension, and honestly, even those movies weren't good at tension with this one because the tension in this one just had me on edge, and it was just the like the most benign things that would happen in the movie. You're just like. Like, like you're on edge, and I loved it. I love that feeling, and I miss that from horror movies. This, I wouldn't necessarily classify this as a horror movie, it is but definitely a thriller that a, deserves a yeah. title. Consider it would consider a thriller than a horror movie, but definitely a th- good thriller. So, but great yeah, concept with that. Great concept, but the one thing I didn't like mm. are the plot holes. I don't think the plot holes were that huge, but I can see what you're saying. It, it was, or you know what? They might have not been huge, <laughs> but they were enough to annoy the hell out of me. Because you know what? In movies like this, I think the plot holes become more like, because you think of, there's some movies that have plot holes, but you don't think about it because, you know, those are not, I don't know, those are not movies that you think about as much. Like, especially because I don't think about certain things like political and other stuff. No, but this one, you think about the science and all that, like that, like... Not the even the science. A, B, and C of different things. I don't know. There's way more things like the, how some people react or when things are not said, when it's like obvious. Like in the real world, that would have handled it <laughs> in any other way. Like, no, it didn't. It just didn't make sense. It didn't make sense to me, some of the plot holes. And there's like probably things people just would oversee because they won't notice it. For me, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> it's not happening. Like and I'm like waiting, but I think that's- and I'm waiting for like the whole time, like for for one of the characters to come into the scene and waiting for their response. And it was like nothing. It was like I was like, oh, I just saw you like five minutes ago. Nothing happened. Like they completely dismissed certain parts that happened in the movie. Do you think, okay, so there's a two different plot holes. There's plot holes that are like they just didn't take the extra time to explain it, and then there's plot holes that are like, yeah, no, this is this is no, this is not possible. <laughs> yeah. Do you really put that in the level of it's not possible or just like, damn, I wish it would have taken an extra five minutes to kind of explain this part? Uh, or at least show this part because maybe it did happen. But we didn't see it. Probably show it. Yeah. To explain it. There was. Because then, the, then I'm there just sitting the whole time just looking at you. I'm like, do you see what the hell I'm looking at? <laughs> and I think I just ignored it. I was like, I like the movie. I was ignoring <laughs> you it. You just ignored it. Because trust me, we could watch, if you watch some of the, some of the best movies we enjoy. Like today, what was it? I, re- I recommended Face Off. Yeah. Right? And there's huge plot holes in Face Off. Oh, yeah. Just the name itself. Like, no, no, just that. But it's like, if, here's a weird one. Because if you watched it, this is one. If if this technology, this, this, this center, science center, is the only one in the country that could apparently do this, right? This is a new technology. They're the only one that could do this. And obviously, in some part of the movie, something happened to everybody who was associated with that. How were they able to fix it at the end? Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, wait, I thought that was done. There's somebody else from that that team that just happened to come up. I don't know. Somebody like, survived. Yeah, like, you could throw plot holes and stuff like that like crazy. But anyways, um, yeah, I guess there, there, there are going to be plot holes. But the question is, are the plot holes big enough to take away from enjoying the movie? No, but it was enough for me to get annoyed about the movie. So <laughs> I will give you that. But I, I, <laughs> I, they did not bother me as much. I enjoyed it. Trust me, I could sit there and think about him, but... I really did enjoy, and mostly not just the story or some of the actors, because no, that um, the the girl who played uh, in the Handmaid's Victim, Tale, what's her name? The one that was in the Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, her name is Elizabeth Moss. Yeah, dude, she was amazing. Like, yo, yeah, she was good. She was on on edge the entire movie, and I felt it. Like, and it's crazy because even in the trailer, you see that there's obviously something going on. But the way she plays it, and you know this coming from a genuine place. It's not that she's really crazy, but with everything that's happened to her, this is what it brought to her. 
that even though I watched the trailer and know that there's somebody there, possibly, you know, based on the trailer, I I had to second guess myself. Like, I wonder, is she really crazy? Like, <laughs> because she is broke. Mentally, she seemed broken. And she genuinely portrayed that. And I love that in the movie. Like, like she's just pushed, pushed, and pushed to the edge. And I thought she did a brilliant job. Yeah, man. she did really good. I liked her a lot. She, she sold it for me. Yeah, definitely. I think I can't really call anybody else as an actor in that movie to play the part they did. Like, was so good, whatever. But her, that movie, that movie basically stood on her shoulders. Yeah. So. How many Nickies? Man, like I'm like. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. Uh, I'm gonna be generous. I want to say three point five, but honestly, I give it a four. You give it a four? I give it a four. I don't know. You I gave just, it a four. A four. I, I don't know. Like I really enjoyed. It. Like I want to give it a three point five. I'll be honest with you. Logically, I feel like it's three point five. Logically. But you giving it a four. The way I feel after watching it and how I enjoyed it, I'm giving I it like a three. It was average. I know. I don't, it's a little bit more. Bro, so, so is that the caliber of Hobson Shaw? Huh? Is that the caliber of Hobson Shaw? <laughs> the caliber of Hobson Shaw. You're really like just trying to like. <laughs> I just there was a lot to this movie that I was like I was so impressed with. Okay. And there's a there's very few things. I mean. There's very few. There's, I'm always trying to walk away the movie with something that I like, something that the director brought in, the actor brought in. I yeah. always try to look for something, but this one genuinely impressed me because not necessarily the story. The story was good, but it was the acting and the filming of the tension and stuff like that. I think was brilliant. So give it a four. Right, I'm gonna so go, I'm gonna stick. With, I'm gonna go with a four. four. I'm gonna stay with a right. four. And I got a three. So that you get your three point five, okay? <laughs> oh, we're doing averages now. <laughs> that's the average of three point five. Well, they call it Tony. It's called <laughs> Nikki. Yeah, that's the Nikki's <laughs> awards. The average Nikki's awards. Yeah. So, all right. So those are the movies I got to watch. I cannot wait to enjoy more. Honestly, like I think we're gonna watch Onward this week. You think it's gonna make you cry? I I, I know it's gonna make you cry. What was the last Pixar movie that made you cry? Uh, what was the one with the emotions? Um, oh, uh, uh In and Out. And then inside out, inside out was it? Yeah, and that made me cry. Did it make me cry? I think it did make me cry, but I want to say the one that I Coco? really. Not Wait, so Coco much. was no Coco was a. Uh, it's Pixar, no? Is it Pixar? No, oh, Pixar to me. Well, oh, and yeah, pretty much. Okay, it's just Pixar. Um, <laughs> We're probably really bad, and it's not Pixar. No, but it's Wally. Wally. Wally got me. Like, I mean, all the movies are, they got their moments, but Wally, I don't know why it got me. Like, really. I cannot even recall the part that got me, but I feel like there was something in that movie that got me. Oh, no. Wait, was Toy Story? Toy Story's Pixar. Toy Story's Pixar. And that's the last one I think I watched. Yeah, we did yeah. watch it. We watched it this, this last year. Yeah. Inside Out wasn't Pixar. Wasn't it? I don't think it was. Well, definitely, if I'm going to say Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4? Yep. Right. I haven't seen it. Weren't so. you with me when we watched it? Nope. Ooh, they can yeah. get you. I haven't watched it. Not yet. It's going to get you. Yeah, I bet it is. But all right. So, guys, we'll take a quick break and come about talk. Come back and talk about some things that are coming in this week in Central Florida and the place that we went to this week in South Florida. All right, guys, be right back. All right, guys, welcome back, and let's talk about some local events. Well, one was not so local. So uh, Nerds in the City took a road trip. Yep, we took a road trip to South Florida to go to the Renaissance Festival in Deerfield. This is my second time ever going. Uh, last time, first time I went to was at least probably eight years ago. Were you with us the first time you went? Like when, yeah, because we went a long time. It was like one, like ten years or more than ten. Years. Oh, so then no, I didn't go the first time. So I went one time. The first, the only time I went to before, prior to this was with our other cousin John. That's what I'm saying. I went with him and and uh, his wife. Um, I think at the time they were dating still. Yeah. So it was yeah, it was a while ago. Um, it took my wife. She had she loved it. She was like, "Yo, next time we're coming, we're coming dressed." No, here's the question. This is the thing that got me. I feel like this is like 
this became an opportunity because of people that like to do cosplay. Like, yeah. I feel like they would be accepted there, even though they were not dressed in the cosplay of the theme of this event. Yeah. Like, we saw Macho Man, we saw Power Rangers, a bunny, a bunny. Uh, who else did we see? We saw uh, a Deadpool dressed as a monk. That's at least within somewhat of a theme. I mean, what was the most outrageous style you, th- you think you well, saw? Oh, the freaking, the, the, the Macho Mandal- Man Randy Savage. Yeah. yeah, the Mandalorian. Well, at least, no, again, he, he was dressed in theme. He looked, uh, he was in theme. I thought he looked, he was like a Western. No, he, I think he made it more he had of a, a poncho. helmet. Yeah, but it was more of like, he was actually part, of, I think he was part of it because he was standing outside when we walked out. I think he was in theme. Oh, okay. So it was, it was Renaissance, you know, theme. It was fun. Yeah. I had some turkey legs. Which is always good. Uh, we saw a few shows, but the one that got me, like, that took it to the max for me, which was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you got to watch it, was the Knights That Are Fighting. No, you guys walked around the corner for that one. Yeah, we walked around the corner. Did you see? No, because remember, my, my, I, like, so I was wearing a pair of shoes that were not really suitable, well, for, suitable for, for my feet. For this event. Well, not even for my, this event. They were just, you know, you they just were uncomfortable after about a couple hours of walking around. Well, did you break them in? They were new, right? They're new. I don't know if it was breaking them in. It's just, they basically just destroyed my feet after that event. Uh-huh. But I was sitting down resting and I was with uh, John, my, my cousin's wife, um, and their baby uh, by the, the kind of like a, like a little pavilion. Little pavilion, something like that. And you guys walked forward and around like the, i don't know the where you're watching yeah so it was behind the trees so, so it was like on it. the other side so all right so you've been to medieval times yeah how many times i don't know two or three times maybe hey so you know when the knights are fighting they're yeah. fighting but it's kind of choreographed yeah like, like it's very this very you know john woo of it yeah yeah they they know they're gonna swing low so they know they're gonna jump mm-hmm. these guys no they were just swinging away huh? they were swinging so was it real Hard. swords, like yeah. metal swords, or was it like the the, the plastic on? No, the they were metal swords. You could hear the clank when it hits the metal to metal, and they were going at it. Did they at least look like they knew how to throw a sword around? No, or? they just one guy was like to dodge. He was like jumping and crouching at the same time, like towards the guy to like bump him. How did nobody accidentally get <laughs> hit or like? No, because. They they all wear armor, but they didn't do like a stab motion. Uh-huh. It's more like a whacking motion the whole time, like just right to left or uh, like a diagonal up to down. But the funniest thing is that there was a lady in the in the crowd. She goes, "Stab him! Stab <laughs> him! Stab <laughs> him!" <laughs> oh man i just so <laughs> there's always one person in the crowd that goes like to the death like yeah she yeah. was all out like, Yo, what, but i think that you know how okay? like you know how I, and the funny thing that gets me is like you know how in uh medieval times already i i feel like from from they, looking yeah, they're at, predetermined yeah. they're predetermined i think whoever got tired out gets out like if you if you're done like oh, i'm done i'm so, tired yeah that means you're out. It's whoever can last the longest. So it was like an endurance game at the same time. Yeah. Battle to the max. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, oh, that, but it was like a free for all because everybody was going at each other. But sometimes some people would just stop and just take Wait, a break. Wait, it wasn't just two people? No, it was like six. All at the same time? All at the same time. Like paired off or just like? Whoever you saw in front of you, you start swinging. But I think they were swing. Some of them were swinging blindly because so it was really thunderdome-esque. Yeah, so I feel like they could see where they're going, but after a while <laughs> swinging, they just swung for the fences. Whatever they hit, they just kept on attacking it. <laughs> Once they heard a clank and a stop, like, oh, I'm hitting body parts. Let me just keep chopping that until that person gets tired. <laughs> That's that was the best part about it. That and then the the there was like the biggest uh what is the rocking ch- the horse horse swing chair i think yeah, with yeah, the rocking the giant, chair. Yeah. right next to it you could joust with other friends yeah i saw that part so but the one that that i was like i wanted to do bad but i i don't know where you were at huh. that they had um they had fencing okay so they had the fencing jacket or oh, the two balloons on your head and right? the two balloons and i'm like oh my god if somebody stabs hard enough and like it pokes through the hole you're in the eye oh uh, anywhere Anywhere in the face, in the eye, in the it forehead, just seems weird in the nose, that you would in the mouth. want them to swing a projectile near somebody's head. Like that is what you're guiding them to do. I feel like that is a liability 
all over the place. Like, yeah. I don't care if it's made out of freaking Nerf guns. It, like, you don't like you don't encourage kids to hit each other in the freaking face with Nerf guns. Yeah. So the fact that this is a stabbing motion. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like if I would have done it, I would have like poked mm-hmm. into somebody's box and just just like threw it through 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 it to the balloon. And All hopefully right, Zorro. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna try what I could do to win. That's what I'm gonna say. Wow. So but those are the two I, I know it's an archery, but the long was too the line was too long for that. See, the only reason I I, I love that kind of stuff, the archery and the, the whatever. But the problem is this is like real life. And I realize because I don't do archery normally, I will I will throw that arrow as far as I actually can. The last time I tried it, it basically went straight to my feet. Just boop, just went down. <laughs> Because like, you have to know how to do it. You have to have the arm. But I, like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, yeah. They pull it all the way back, and they're just down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've done it once. We all think we're going to be the arrow, and we just end up being not the arrow. I think I hit something one time I did it. Like something or someone? Something. Because <laughs> I think it was in Ohio, mm. and there was a festival, and they had archery. And I'm like, oh, I've never done archery. So they were like, they had like the haystacks high. I think it was like 10 feet or mm. pretty high. And... I was like, I could do this. So I just just pulled back as hard as I can and let go. It went over it. So all I hear was, eh. like, I heard that sound. Like, I hit something. Mm-hmm. Like, probably like a creature or something. So I'm like, somebody got dinner that night. So. Can you imagine if they did something like that, but you can only, like, only go one at a time. Everything's blocked off so nobody can see behind you what you're doing. Yeah. And then basically what happens is when you shoot the arrow, if you hit it, it makes it seem like you, you hit somebody. Like, you, like, blood comes out like... <laughs> Like the minute goes in and you hear like you like you hear a little girl, a little woman go oh my god like <laughs> you freak out like what what just happened oh my god you killed Jeremy like <laughs> you shoot into the dark <laughs> like just shoot into the dark like all of a sudden like you sh- like there's somebody behind the the pale yeah. hail or something like that like he was just taking a cigarette break and you stabbed him <laughs> that'd be a good prank that'd be horrible just to just usually just general public people and just <laughs> I'm horrible I'm yeah just, you are you're the worst. I should never be allowed to come up with ideas. No, never, never. <laughs> but we're back home. Yep. And we have some events coming up. What do we got going so on? So the first event mm. is Mystic Con or MyCon. It is a F- Florida convention. So is it gonna, new? Uh, I think it's new because I know if last time I read it was like the cover was like five bucks. So when you say Mystic Con, is it like? The, the company's called Mystic. It's like a dark horse Mystic. Okay, but, but they call, it, they're called MyCon. Um, the MyCon. So it's okay. So it's literally just general con, like com- a general con com- like convention which has cosplayers, some like vendors for toys, arts, mm. and they're gonna. So have, it's just a general convention. It's not necessarily because when you say Mystic, I'm thinking like okay, everybody's gonna be like freaking Lord of the Rings. So. Yeah, like a theme. It's not. It's just the company's called Mystic. Yeah. That's hosting it, and it's called MyCon. All right. So like, because of the mix, my and Mystic. But I, I feel like I've heard Mystic though before. Is that a, a synonymous with like card games? No, not that I know of. I don't know. I thought I heard that name before. Maybe. Could be. <laughs> Maybe it's a board game or a video game. I know we're going to go. Let's do this. Yeah, we're going. Well, that's here's the thing. We we can't go to this event. Oh, really? We Why can't, can't we go? Because it's uh, Saturday. Yeah. And this weekend also, if you're a podcaster and you live in the Orlando area, there's PodFest, which is a podcast convention for podcasters so there's going to be speakers about how to um, grow your audience how to be uh increase your content to be more valuable for people to listen like they listen to us how we do is we try to upgrade and uh evaluate what we do and improve adapt overcome to get basically what you're saying is next week we're gonna be awesome next week we're gonna head towards being awesome I think uh, I think we'll learn a lot of things from here mm-hmm. and we're going to network with a lot of people that will give us a lot of pointers and guidance yep. of where to, where we're going, where we want to go and steps to follow pitfalls to look out for. And you know what? I don't mind making our own mistakes and failing. Hey, hey, if we fall, we fall forward, right? That's how we grow. Yep. But that's one thing. And which is funny is that there's going to be a, a two event that night for me. I don't know if you're coming, but uh, Twitch. Orlando is having a Twitch, I think it's Twitch affiliate or Twitch partnered event. So mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of 
uh, Orlando Twitch streamers meeting up and the same thing as a podcast. They're just conjuring and networking and sharing ideas of like just biz ideas of how they're growing their Twitch streams because we're into the realm of maybe starting a Twitch. Yeah. So we could have like a live podcast or show even some people who we are and stream games not other than Fortnite. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'll play something other than Fortnite. Well, you could play uh, the demo. Well, I didn't get to it earlier, but the demo for Final Fantasy uh, Remake came out. So you could download that for free and try it for the PS4. So okay. that's going on. But then there's also the usual typical juicy events, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Uh, because we are, I think it is this weekend. I want to make sure, just double check. Uh, but I think there is a, yeah, it is this weekend and it is the graffiti junction and, um, it's at Saturday. It's at 12 though, but we, I'm going to try to see if we, we can make that before we go to the event. It's the back in the day, biggie brunch. So they're going to have three DJs playing all nineties hip hop music and they're that's each, this weekend, this this weekend. And they're all going to have a set that's a tribute to biggie. And I know Ooh. because we grew up on hip hop. You do know that's who I work for, right? Well, Graffiti Junction? No. The Yeah. The the promoter. Oh, you do? What? That's a J yeah, Jay Johnson. Jay Johnson, we love that idea. <laughs> Nerds in the city approved. <laughs> but yeah, so that's one function I want to go uh-huh. to. But then Thursday, my wife and I, so Nerds in the City are gonna do a theme park event. Or well, one nerd is we're gonna be going to Universal Friday. So if anybody listens and you're gonna be a Universal Friday let me know and let's hang out. <laughs> yeah, look for the big Harry Potter fans there. Yeah. Well, your wife. My wife, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. she's going to end up buying a cloak and a wand and having like 20 butterbeers. Are you ready for the wand? They're not cheap. I know. I know. I'm ready for that. That's fine. <laughs> I love her. Are you not going to get your own wand? No. Come on, Tony. No, I don't need a wand. Get your wand. I'm not going to get a Do wand. Do you think they ever like... Okay, so it's Taylor. Like, did somebody pick it for you, I wonder? Like somebody look at you, be like, based on your personality, like it designs one for you or something. No, I think you. I I don't know how it works. You know what? Well, it's, I'll tell you how it works. But I think <laughs> it's like they ask you questions more like a questionnaire, and to feel to feel your style, mm-hmm. and then they be like, this one suits you more. I think if I go there, just give me a rock. That's not a wand, buddy. <laughs> they'll be like, you you, don't, you, you wave you, a rock around and see how cool you look. No, no, that. they'll be like, you don't deserve a wand. Here's a rock. <laughs> Dear Lord, man. Or they just give me a stick. They'd be like a twig. He's like, here's the twig. I'll give you a sock. I'll give you a sock. Like, go get your freedom. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> Bye. So, yeah. So, those are the events that are coming up this weekend. Uh, and as always, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate you for coming and checking us out. And if also, like always, uh, you know what? If you do like what you hear, rate us on Apple iTunes because that will help us get discovered more by other pod other people that do listen to podcasts and you can always reach out to us on our social media on twitter instagram and facebook at nerds in the city or you can even email us directly at nerds in the city podcast at gmail.com and like dot com and as always (laughs) tell a nerd send a nerd bring a nerd all right guys see you next week bye